Hi, this is Carol Miller, and welcome to our Get the Let Out calendar. 50 years ago, on the second Monday in August, 1968, Jimmy Page gathered all three of his newly selected bandmates for their very first rehearsal. We had this one rehearsal in a small rehearsal room, and we all knew instinctively from that point that we'd never felt anything like that before because it was four musical equals with this sort of communion and from that point I got everybody to come to my house and we started rehearsing and recording and as I say it's a very fast route. On August 14th 1969 Led Zeppelin were trying to get their second album out. We got a new album coming out in uh, for that second week in, second week in August but at the moment uh, it's been a bit, a bit of a delay on it. As it turned out, they were just lucky enough to get Led Zeppelin II released before Halloween. Jimmy Page allowed a friend of his from art school, David Juniper, to design the album artwork for Led Zeppelin II. The album cover had the faces of all four band members and a select few other people superimposed onto the bodies of German Air Force soldiers from World War I. The first Grammy nomination for Led Zeppelin was for Juniper's artwork, not for any of Zeppelin's music. On August 15, 1969, the Woodstock Festival was taking place in New York without Led Zeppelin, who declined an invitation because they preferred to play elsewhere. While Woodstock began, they were completing a pair of shows in Texas. On the third day of Woodstock, Zeppelin played at the Oakdale Musical Theater in Wallingford, Connecticut. Following an opening set by the Mustard family, Zeppelin began with the first song they ever played together one year earlier. On the day in between, Zeppelin played the convention center on the boardwalk in Asbury Park, New Jersey, headlining the show over Joe Cocker, who, by the way, had offered John Bonham a drumming job the previous summer. Fifty years ago, on August 16, 1968, the members of Jimmy Page's New Yardbirds were still in their first week of existence as a newly assembled band. John Paul Jones remembers the first thing they ever played. There was an old Yardbirds number called The Train Kept Rolling, which Jimmy said, well, it's just like it's in here, and you go, down, right, so, and wow, the whole room just exploded, you know, lots of uh, silly grins, and oh, yes, is it, man, yes. It was pretty bloody obvious, actually, <laughs> it was, was going to work from the first number. On August 17th, 1994, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant retreated to a remote part of Wales in Snowdonia, not far from Bronneror, the cottage that inspired a lot of Led Zeppelin III some 24 years earlier. Now the veteran songwriting duo were playing to an audience of a lucky dog with gray fur that showed up at the right place at the right time to witness filming of the TV special Unleaded. We went to, to, to Wales, really, down in the slate quarry there. We had a couple of takes of Gallows Pond, and we just started jamming. The great thing about it is, is that working with those guys, it was anybody's game. We let the hurdy-gurdy sort out the drones and stuff and give us a bit of melody, and then we give him free range and free mm. wrist to do stuff. Because the more people you bring in, the more of a celebration it is. 30 years ago, on August 20th, 1988, Jimmy Page's newest single, The Only One, reached its peak position on Billboard's Hot Mainstream Rock Tracks chart, where it went up to number 13 on what happened to be Robert Plant's 40th birthday 
And the vocalist was Robert Plant. When Jimmy went on tour to promote his solo album, he chose Jason Bonham as his drummer. 20 years later, Jason was again Jimmy's pick to play drums in a new band he was rehearsing with John Paul Jones. Jason left Foreigner to make himself available, but now it's been 10 years and this proposed supergroup has not materialized. 50 years ago, on August 21st, 1968, the new Yardbirds, recently formed by Jimmy Page, were exactly halfway between their first rehearsal and their live debut anywhere. They had some tour dates booked in Scandinavia. Robert Plant describes how he felt at the band's first rehearsal. I remember the little room. All I can remember was it was hot and it sounded good. Very, very, very exciting and very challenging, really, because I could feel that something was happening within myself and to everyone else in the room. We just found something that um, we had to be very careful with this thing that we'd found because we might lose it. But it was remarkable, just the power. Two years before Led Zeppelin came about, on August 22, 1966, Jimmy Page was on his first U.S. tour as a member of the Yardbirds when the group performed six songs for Dick Clark's afternoon TV show, Where the Action Is. They taped shows in Malibu, California, which also happens to be where Jeff Beck first met the Hollywood actress, Mary Hughes. They met on the beach, and soon he'd be missing Yardbird shows so he could stay with her or because of tonsillitis. Beck's absences led to Page taking over lead guitar duties within the Yardbirds, and external pressures led to the other band members dropping out two years later. And now, it's been 50 years since that band turned into Led Zeppelin. Ten years ago, on August 23, 2008, Jimmy Page was getting ready to perform at the Olympic Games, but in order to do what was expected of him for the worldwide spectacle, Jimmy had to overcome a phobia. It was in Beijing, and it was the closing ceremony of the Olympics in 2008, and it was on top of a double-decker bus. He had to be elevated up into the air, and that was interesting because I had a fear of heights before doing that, but I had to take that on and had a technique that I was shown whereby you, uh, you can conquer that. So I thought that was rather interesting. Somebody took me to the um, Royal Garden Hotel and we were standing on the ledge. It was somebody who was a sort of hypnotist who was showing me some techniques and uh, well, it worked. 10 years ago on August 24th, 2008, Jimmy Page performed at the Olympics closing ceremony. It was in Beijing and they were passing over the baton, so to speak, to London. There was myself and a wonderful singer called Leona Lewis, and we performed a whole lot of love, and a full version of a whole lot of love as well. It was, it was pretty amazing to play in the stadium there, which we know is the bird's nest. It was immense. I know it was being televised all over the world, and I knew there was just one guitarist there, and there was a heavy weight on his shoulders not to mess up. And uh, not to mess it up for Leona or anything else, and it was, and it went, it was marvelous, absolutely marvelous. This is Carol Miller. Thanks for getting the let out. Check back next week for another Get the Let Out Calendar podcast.